0: episode of the snap crackle podcast now this is going to be like a throwback episode because do you remember we did an episode where it was just you and me and you sat on the couch and we talked about like is art uh is art a real form or something (laughs) is
1: art a form
0: it was something really pretentious but i had a lot of fun
1: yeah
0: i had a lot of fun so it's going to be like one of those episodes the chat's in the video of course again so we can see how no one cares yep but that's fine that's fine. We're going to try and follow Mike's heat of not talking about coronavirus too much.
1: I, I miss the intro song. I miss the intro music. Look,
0: look, I've had oh. some people say they don't like the music there. I've had some people say they do like the music there. I
1: like groove into it, man. I like the music. Me in the mode, like it sets my I'm brain here. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I hear you. I'm with you. Look, we can just play it then. Yes! I think we can just play it. Hold on.
1: Perfect. Now we're gonna get this podcast started. Let me
0: make sure I don't like close out the stream by accident trying to access the file here. All right. Let I me love pull it. this over. All right. Yanis says he cares. Thank you, Yanis. Thanks, buddy. Miss
1: Thank you, you man. so much. Miss you.
0: Yeah, I hope I hope to see you again someday. Someday.
1: <laughs> if we ever normalize. Someday.
0: Where is this at? And let me make sure the USB pass through is activated.
1: Here it's, it's, should be. I'm ready to dance. I'm trying to find.
0: I have so many audio
1: files. I'm, like, I'm gonna TikTok. Dance. If
0: if anybody sees my desktop, like, I I have the desktop of a boomer. <laughs> like this is really crazy, but I just have so many audio files up here yep. from jobs and stuff. It's just it's everywhere.
1: Where is this at? I I'd imagine you've been pretty busy. With jobs.
0: Uh, luckily, yes. So yeah, there was a like, lot of
1: people re-recording stuff. There yeah. was
0: well, there was this period of time where there wasn't really any work. Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh. Like I went from going getting like thirty or forty job emails a day to like two or three. Oof. And I was like, What the freak is going yeah. on here? And then I had that I I think I talked about it on air about like I had my first cancellation ever in mid job from a client. Right. So that was kind of crazy. But now it's getting back to it. I just had some amazing jobs because these idiots apparently don't know how to, like, work from home. So these companies are releasing these videos and stuff. It is amazing. Yes. So thank you, idiots of the world. You have fed me for how another week. How computer? <laughs> It's so great. It's so great. So yes that that has been that has been great, and it's also been really great seeing all the articles from like BuzzFeed and everything. It's like how to work from home, how <laughs> to do this.
1: I'm like I'm ahead of the curve.
0: <laughs> how to make your spouse
1: the perfect office mate. Yeah, and I'm like come here, Pudge. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's Pudge right now. It's yeah. Just-
0: He's 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 so high
1: on his antidepressant. He's just sitting there. Staring. Yanis,
0: yes, yes. I, y- Yanis is saying, miss you guys too. Get the web stream figured out. It is figured out. I think we're just limited by it. But mm. I'll I'll try and update you guys as lag well. We'll is tough, man. Things. We
1: talk over each other enough that trying to talk over each other with a lag. Well, and there's That's... plenty of
0: people right now in the professional space that are dealing with that. Like, it, like just to po- point it out, there, there are guys with these professional. Hook- I mean, Stephen A. Smith is dealing with delay right now when he talks to ESPN. So just imagine what we're <laughs> going to be dealing with, right? Like, it's not going to be pretty. So yeah. we're we're trying to we're trying to figure that out. I can't find the music. I don't know where it's at because I don't know how it's to like search. A live interview in the you, news. You taught no, no, no. You taught me that secret. What was that secret? Where's that thing at? Here it is. The search thing. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> I was like I was like, I didn't know you could do this because I always thought that's what Finder was. The secret but search. That's not what Finder really is on a Mac. Uh, it's like it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. Anyways, hold on here. Okay. Let's see. If I do intro music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Baby. Mm. About I to get introed. think this is it. Fingers crossed. I don't know how loud it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for that scene from Scanners where our heads explode. Oh. (laughs) Whoa.
1: That sent chills up my spine. Mm -hmm. This is where you're usually speaking. Yeah,
0: I know. Do you want me to do it where I'm speaking over Yeah, speak over it. Speak over it. Let's do
1: it. Let's do it. Let's get the real thing going.
0: All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
1: I have to be very quiet, though.
0: A, yeah, yeah. Was, that was that was the, the rule. rule. I get, you know, this was my this was my uh, my spotlight of the podcast. Like, no one step on my intro music. Here. I'll obey it this time. All right, rule Here we, we, go. Here we here go. go. Here we go. Here we go. All right.
1: I can follow rules sometimes.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. I'm here with Mike, I'm your humble host, Ben, and we have a bevy of fun topics to talk about today. So sit back, relax, and get ready for another exciting show. Here's my favorite part right here, and wait for it. And then the gaggle of black men shouting. And then I was going with, all right. So yes! That's exactly right! I miss it so much!
1: Oh!
0: That was the official oh, that intro. Was good. that was there good. There we go. There I we felt go. Felt it in my bones, Yeah, man. I was, you know what? I was me chills was, and everything. I was backed up there, too, Ooh. myself. I didn't realize I needed mm. that so bad, you know? Yeah, man. There it is. There it is. Quite the release. Oh, I was backed up, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's been a good while. Uh,
0: Anyway, so what have you been up to, Mike? I see you're wearing. I asked you about your jacket. I try not to talk to you at all before we go live. That's not just not you specifically. Not you specifically. I mean, no, we got
1: to save content for the content. We've, we've. People don't
0: know that. Literally, some of the best episodes have never been recorded because we've like had stuff, we've talked, we're waiting on someone, or like something's up, and we're like, oh, let's just hang out a little bit before. And then, like, you start it, and it's like, man, we missed that wave. So I'm always just like, I'm like, don't say anything, just hit record. So I asked you what was on your jacket, but what is on your jacket? Tell everybody. This is
1: the official jacket from Harangue Dance Camp.
0: Home of the, wait, 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 wait. Oh, home of the world's happiest feet. Since 1982, I think.
1: Um, I think so. Yeah. So no, 20 years is next. No, 40 years is 40 years is next year. So 20 sure. Once, I don't know something like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. This is the camp that I go to. I've been to the past two summers. I've had friends who've been going for like 10 summers in a row, whatever. Like I'm staff member there, um, and it is officially canceled as of last week. Which you know I kind of felt it coming.
0: Oh, did you? Kind of felt you, you didn't think they'd push through and make a ranked dance <laughs> camp happen.
1: There was a possibility up until a week ago because these people don't know how to manage their money, and mm. so they were really hoping to get people to come in. Now they've been Im- they've been investing a lot into the camp lately, um, Bummer. so yeah, it's 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 a tough time to have it cancel because you know they're on deadlines for a lot of a lot of payments of things that they've invested in. Which,
0: That's a lot of people right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's everybody.
0: It's. A, I mean, I mean,
1: everybody I, is somehow
0: affected by it. Right. I love I just love this idea. And I think we talked about it before, but just like, you know, how it's like, oh, millennials are living paycheck to paycheck. I'm like, apparently these billion dollar companies are living right. paycheck to paycheck. Yes. You know, <laughs> a couple of weeks closed and they're like, oh, yeah, everybody's shutting down. Everybody's being furloughed and laid off and everything else. It is yep. crazy. And, and I think the people that will be affected uh, most by this will be, uh, you know, the the smaller businesses, like of like somebody like, I know the places with drive-throughs are typically the larger places, anyways. But let's say even the drive-through shut down. Yep. I feel like most of those corporate stores will be able to open back up. Now your franchisee stores, that's a whole different discussion. But I think for right. the most part, those are the places that can last very long. Like I think it was. Um Gosh, what's the pizza place? Mellow Pizza or Mellow Slice? Mellow Mushroom? Yeah, Mellow Mushroom. mushroom. But the one in Tampa closed down indefinitely because of this. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, the one in Orlando, I'm sure, is going to be fine. The one in Tampa was, like, I think way younger. I think that was – it's only, like, four or five years old maybe. Right. But anyways, well, I think I, we're going to start seeing that everywhere. I
1: spend a lot of time in downtown Kissimmee where it is all local businesses. The entire strip is local businesses. And I, I'm a part of their um, merchant group on Facebook. And so everybody's you know, posting things about how they're trying to get through it and how they're dealing with this, this sort of thing. And like most restaurants, they're trying to do delivery service, but they've had to lay off all their staff. And yeah. the longer it goes, there's the people that are going to come calling is the banks. Yeah. Right? It's like the people who own the land are going to say, you still need to pay us. And that's, if you look at it, like, I've heard a lot of people talk about the bailout in that light. Those who are happy about the bailout are the ones who are saying, well, it may be a bailout for us, but it's basically a bailout for the landlords, which... Kind of. Yeah. Which really goes back to
0: the banks. Yeah, because I've also seen all these people saying, "Oh, we're doing a we're doing a rent strike and screw them." I'm like, "Look, you think your landlords bad? Wait until Bank of America shows up. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Th- then then you're not even talking with a human being at that point. Right. Then it, then it's a company, and you're you th- like, oof oof. Then you're in yep. trouble. So. Yep. I mean, I definitely think there are ways to go about this. Definitely open lines of communication. I don't know if just signing a giant piece of paper is going to do much. Talk to your (laughs) landlord. Say, look, I want to work with you because they're hurting, too. Yeah, exactly. Landlords are people. I feel
1: like, well. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes.
0: You know, we're trying to get the commie listeners, Mike. So (laughs) really, they're not people, you know. But if we need right-wing listeners, we say, yes, landlords are sent from heaven. All right. Republican <laughs> Jesus loves landlords. Okay.
1: He is a landlord. Yes. Republican he Jesus. blessed us all with our land. Republican uh,
0: Jesus sells Avon and he's a landlord. Yep. And he goes to Utah to sell essential oils.
1: Of course. That's
0: Republican Jesus right there.
1: Both kinds of essential oils. Both kinds. Both there kinds. There you go.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, real quick, we're gonna go back to the businesses, but Tim's in the chat and he says, "Where's Nick?" with a bunch of question marks, and he says, "Did he not make it out of the war zone for reals?" So, something that uh, has been going on there—you know, Call of Duty released their battle royale version of their game called Warzone. It's been a huge success; everybody's playing it. Okay. Everybody's excited about it, and Nick plays a lot of games, you know, and 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 I kind of had to pry him to get his gamer tag, and i like, well, I'm on there once in a while, like, you know, let's try and play, you know. Finally, you know, we started playing a little Warzone, and then after we played, he you know, posted on Facebook several times that he had won his first solo game. <laughs> so then I was like, screw this. I can't have somebody else, you know, in the Snack Crackle podcast that's better than me at gaming. So right, of course I started playing solos and I got two solo wins. You know, now I don't know if he's won any other solos, but I know Nick. I'm pretty sure he would have been advertising it. So I don't think he has. it has been awfully quiet in Camp Nick. Okay. <laughs> so I've actually been on a tear and I think I'm up to, I have two solo wins, but. Combined wins, I think I'm up to 10 or 11 wins in how Warzone.
1: Get, how do you get other wins other than like solo I, Like, like
0: uh, playing with other people, like, oh, a, team, okay, like, like a team, like a team, like, like three people as opposed to solos. Gotcha. So I have two solo wins and then like, uh, what would that, like nine, nine team wins, I think. Okay. So we're playing 12. Tim says 12. I don't know if he's correcting me for me or for him, but we have most of our wins together. So maybe it is 12 wins total. Anyways. That's besides the point. I just win a lot. I want to make sure people know. Uh, <laughs> Can't keep track like of these wins. Trump.
1: Win. All I do is win, 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 no matter I'm what. I'm so
0: tired of winning. So, <laughs> we're playing the other night in one of our many wins. I think we got two or three wins yesterday. I'm sitting there, and at the end of Warzone, at the end of Warzone, it does this really great thing where it has an end memoriam and it shows you all the other players that played. Nice. I'm not gonna say what. Uh, Nick's oh no. gamer tag is, but he has a oh very no. he has a very distinct, ridiculous gamer tag, and I saw it in the in memoriam, no. and I was like, oh my gosh, no. we did it! So then I was gonna spam him with messages, but Tim beat me to it. So I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, I'm gonna have to see him tomorrow because I was gonna be here. So I was like, I'm not gonna like, you know, bombard him yeah. with messages or anything. But Tim messaged him. Nick had some sort of excuse. You know, I was like, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Lag. Then, it was lag, right?
0: All, all of a sudden, he's not here today, you know. So I'm not <laughs> saying it was the war zone, but it could have been the war zone. I'm sorry, Nick. Rip. In there. Rip your reputation, Nick. Speaking of Nick as well, before we get off this, he wanted me to say that he meant to say uh, instead of Augustus, I think it was St. Thomas Aquinas. St. Thomas
1: Aquinas.
0: Aquinas. Aqueducts.
1: Yes. The Catholic Church was used with
0: aqueducts. They loved aqueducts. They invented the aqueduct on the road. the Aqueduct. There you go. So we wanted to, to do that. Now... Back to the other stuff. Yanis Yuck. is in the chat. And he says oh, Bank-
1: good. Oh, my gosh, Yanis. I've been waiting for you to weigh in on this economic crap for so Bank long. Bank of
0: America foreclosed on a dude in South Florida who, wait for it, bought his house 100% cash. What? What? How is that possible? And Well, did he have it? Like, was there a lien on his house or something? Like, was there was there some other, like, is it taxes? Is it, like, is, is there some other thing about it? Bank How can they American. do that? He has to have something else tied up with them. Like, they can't just do that,
1: right? They've also been, from a friend of mine, has had a hard time getting her small business loan through them that they're supposed to be dealing out that is part of this I'd stimulus package. I'd imagine small
0: business loans are tough right now.
1: They're Well, they're adding on these <laughs> other, like, extra criteria that aren't a part of the stimulus package criteria. So other friends of mine who are trying to get that for well, their that's small business, the, that's kind Bank of, the idea of America the is screwing package. them over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, like, oh, there's all these things that aren't a part of a stimulus package. Let's throw it in there. And then yep. now it gets passed on to us anyways. Yep. Oh, he says no paperwork error.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that they're going after people right now, the Bank of America is still actively trying to foreclose on people. Oh yeah, that's they're gonna do that, man. I know, man. I know.
0: I. I mean, people like here's the other thing. So people are shocked. Um, gosh, it was uh, it was AMC who was the largest uh, theater exhibitor on the planet. Okay, mm-hmm. and if I'm wrong about that, I know they are at least the largest in North America, but. They're, they're huge either way. And they just, their credit rating just dropped from a, I think it was a B or a B minus to a triple C.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: It means that it's looking less and less likely that they will be able to, on their own, come out of this. Now, here's the issue. People are like, well, why is AMC hurting more than, say, Regal or Cinemar? Well, if or, they've
1: got more property. Okay,
0: okay. Exactly. So so if you're if you're if you're not taking if you have zero cash flow, right? So uh-huh. you're just paying for these rentals. But on top of that, all of the acquisitions they just made over the last couple of years that made them number one, they were five billion in debt going into yeah. this. But but of course, here's the thing. Here's what's interesting. They also launched their A-List membership, right? Which I'm proudly a part of. I love that. Mm-hmm. They knew in the short term that the A-list membership would lose them money. Right. They knew, look we're going to be operating in the red for this, you know, first year and a half, almost 2 years, but guess what happened just last quarter? It just started to turn a profit for ah. them. It just started to turn a profit. So everything that they knew would happen was going to happen. Of course, no one, you know, raised their hand and said, "By the way, if there's a pandemic, we're screwed." <laughs> you know, nobody was listening to that guy in the AMC board. But uh you know, it's it's looking like uh since they were it was just kind of a perfect storm for AMC. Where they, they had all these acquisitions, they had all this debt, stuff that was just getting ready to turn a profit, and then this happened. The other thing that I don't I, I don't know if people are focusing on enough is I think some people are holding on to this notion that a vaccine will come out and we'll will be good. We'll be good. will just wash everything. What they're not going what they're not thinking about is people's lack of faith. In some of these companies. How many people do you think are going to want to just run out and go to a crowded movie theater after this is done? Exactly. Or a theme park or, or a, water a restaurant. Park? I mean, this is how I've treated Olive Garden for years, personally. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, you know, like, <laughs> don't do it. People that go to Olive Garden deserve to get coronavirus and die.
1: Agreed. Especially Italian descendants going to C- Olive Garden. Let's
0: not stop it there, just Italians. They're the worst. They are the hey, worst. We literally changed we changed sides in World War II, but nobody talks about it. A boppity boppity.
1: They had their reasons. Yeah. Yeah, they were losing. That's why. <laughs> you were gonna go to Italy this summer. That's why you're mad. That's yeah, I was, I was gonna go. I was gonna go. Because you're not in Italy right now. I That's should be on a in beach in Florence right you, now. You okay? could be cruising in a gondola, having sweet, sexy talk with a guy who's punting. Oh my
0: gosh, dude. My Tinder game would have been so good oh in Italy. Man. All right, and now yes. it's ruined. Because people find me, I've I've found on a scale, the less someone understands me, the more attractive I am to that person. So I do really, really well in the foreign markets. Or deaf women. Deaf women love me.
1: You're not that easy on the eyes. I don't understand.
0: Deaf women love me because they think I'm just kind and considerate. They don't know that I'm really saying mean things to them.
1: Oh, because your body posture is very yeah, very it's like, gentle. It's like, it's, it's, like, like, it's like oh, it's like oh, he's like you he's are like a, a son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I really want to hear what you're saying, but I don't. They're sitting there again. like this is so sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For our deaf listeners out there, screw you. So
1: They're, they don't exist.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, Tim. Tim also says I'm a hit with blind women. So
1: <laughs> there we go. Yes, okay. yes, yes.
0: And that's you know that's the key to the the beard. You know more I'll, tactility. Yes, yep. there's a lot to hold on to here, baby. All four horsepowers. Okay. You
1: got there. You got there. there, you, got got there, there. you got there. The love handles you have can, love you handles. Can get lost in a couple. Oh places. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Mystery Funhouse. I, I tie here. some. I tie some string around them so they don't get lost. It's like climbing Everest for these blind women. <laughs> Cave diving. <laughs> I am blind women's Everest. Claim
1: me. Okay. Come on. Oh, Come on. Man. On the real, if you were like, what do you think would be the most difficult disability to date slash be with? <sighs> like for you on a personal level. I
0: actually. I don't know, man. I've never really thought about it. I think women inherently just are disabled, like
1: in their nature, just emotionally. Getting real for a second, Ben. (laughs) I I am too, Mike. For a second, I am too. No, no, no. Uh, Listen, we know that men are dumb and women are crazy. Those are the two universal truths. Right, right. That
0: will never be changed. There's no, there's no exceptions. These two extremes. I don't know what would be, because I really feel like it would depend on the person. Okay, and there was a girl that i was talking to for a while who was in a wheelchair all right yeah she was in a wheelchair she had a really great personality obviously you have to like it's kind of like being ugly if you're yeah. like you can't be lieutenant dan right. right you can't be like this jerk who's also right. in a wheelchair right. patches oh from dodgeball you can't be patches O'Houlahan. don't exist you can't do that. You have to have a golden heart. And it also, it's like it's like the optics of it, right? Like, like, how angry are you at someone in a wheelchair? Like, you just, you want them to be wholesome. You want them to have this great yeah. outlook on life, yeah. you know? My problem was she really tried to overcompensate for the fact that she couldn't use her legs by, like, doing a lot of stuff that I didn't want to do because I had two legs. So, like, she had pictures on her profile of her, like, climbing mountains and skiing and surfing and all this stuff, and I'm like... This ain't me. I can't. She's like, oh, do you want to go hiking? I'm like, hiking?
1: You are supposed to be the saving grace. Yeah. You are supposed to be the chosen one. Yeah. I never have to go outside with you. You are supposed to join the
0: hikers. <laughs> like, you want to go ride around and hit up a couple of drive throughs I'm your guy. But, like, you want to go hiking? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you'd think that would be a perfect pair for you.
0: Right. A disabled woman. Yes. <laughs> Here I am, hear me roar, <laughs> you know. Goodness gracious! But no, no, no. We actually we we met on Tinder. She was really nice, but yeah, she. I think she was just trying to overcompensate. Like I said, like everything was like, oh, I'm extreme sports and I love this and I or love this and was I love just outside. Just not
1: active because you don't go anywhere near those active people on Tinder. If that's what's in their description, you're not exactly about that. I try and change them. Oh really yeah okay I try and say look I mean I'd imagine most people think that is like the golden phrases like no I love adventure I want to go outside oh no no the no sunsets. I don't even if I see the word adventure
0: in someone's description it could be on Tinder. it could be a friend on Facebook it, that annoys me like I love going on adventures oh what adventures have you been on Tell us, tell us what adventure. Like, oh well, you know what? Ben. We, you know that me, it's close to my me heart. Me and my friends, we went to Vegas, and no one danced as hard as we did. I'm like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure no one in Vegas had ever seen anyone like you and all of your amazing friends. <laughs>
1: your body right now.
0: Like, give me a break. No, these people believe this though. They've been sold a lie where they're like, oh, yeah. like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Like, I love doing this. I love going on adventures. And I love, um, oh, what's the other one that drives me crazy? I mean, the drama one's classic, but like you're like, right. oh, I don't like drama. No
1: drama. No drama. You're all about drama, aren't you? Anybody who says that is
0: absolutely okay.
1: Okay, so coming as an adventurer, though, like it's hard for me. <sighs> Tim
0: says she had the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> Not from where I was standing, and she was sitting.
1: <laughs> was she tall for you, though, Ben? No, no, no. Well, she's too short. You like those tall girls.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I like tall women. <laughs> I think you, it's just because the it's wheels? the repressed, it's the repressed homosexual tendencies I have. If I can see them,
1: twenty six, ninety seven. Yeah! She's got those mud wheels on. Yeah, she's ready for off roading.
0: <laughs> Anyways, yeah. what were you saying, Mike?
1: I was saying I like adventure. I know, but what does like, that mean? I like that is actually a part of me, though. And I like adventure. If you understand me, however, like that is a part of my motivation of who I am as a human. But then again I feel like I've actually been on adventures. I've been lost in mysterious countries with strangers and taxis and Decided to trust them or see, I've been climbing through abandoned power plants in the Czech Republic, not Czech Republic, it was in Belgium, but still. <laughs>
0: well, he's like, it was Belgium, but I was so lost, I thought it was the Czech Republic. Exactly. And honestly, as an American, who can keep up with all these European countries?
1: <laughs> There's too many of them, they're all so close together. It's true. You walk for it's... three hours, you're in three different countries. You
0: take a train and you're like, oh, we're in yes. five different countries away. I'm
1: like, what? It's amazing because people they come treat... to the US, people come to the US, and they ask me for. Advice on traveling the US, you're like, oh, you know, I want to go to this state, I want to go to this day. I'm like, listen, you realize it's easier to get across Europe, yeah. 17 countries wide, than it is to go from Florida to Montana. But
0: that's because I, I if you start, if you stop looking at those European countries as countries and just start looking at them as states, exactly. Like, that's exactly. exactly that's all it is. That's, that's all what the European Union then is. Then it's less crazy. Then yep. it's less crazy. Yep. I don't I don't agree with globalism, but looking at them as states is just way yes. easier for me to keep track.
1: It's true. Like, yep. yeah. And their train system is already just so much better.
0: It is. They. They. I mean, like I was in London for two days and I was able to get around on that freaking uh, underground like it was nothing. And I'm an idiot. It's color
1: coded. Yeah. But if you wanted to go from London to Paris. Oh, you yeah. Yeah you, could, yeah. you could take your in train, Paris. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to be in Paris anymore. I'm going to jump on a train to go to the south of France or to Spain. Mm-hmm. Like you can get anywhere for so easy.
0: I think I think the most unnerving thing for me when I was in France was that they had
1: diesel vans
0: they got oh, so diesel. diesel everything, yeah, man. they have diesel. Everything, we are and I'm just missing like,
1: out on the diesel market in the US. There's so like, many amazing what, diesel it's trucks shift that exist. a minivan of here. that's diesel? I was yes. like, what the yes. freak am I in? Torque in your van. Come on. Well, not that kind of. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. I like to get some torque. Right. That's what diesel is. Right. Offers. Yeah, we're we're missing out on the diesel market. There's Maybe. really good diesel stuff outside of the US. Maybe.
0: It's just weird when you hear a minivan turn on and it sounds like a semi and it's yeah. stick shift.
1: <laughs> You're like, what? Dude, what the van on? game in Berlin. I took so many <laughs> pictures of vans. That sounds like a
0: mockumentary. The, I, the, the, I the underground van life of Berlin. I
1: was going to start a photo journal of them and then uh, do an actual documentary of the van life in Berlin because it is strong. What? What? It's what the only it place so I've seen that rivals Venice Beach. It's there's a culture about it. There's a culture about living in your van, and, and certain places have that culture, like they, that they've embraced. Is that, that a culture, culture you know,
0: like, that we should all embrace, though? Uh,
1: personally, I'm about it, but <laughs> that's what you're it's, using that. It's I'm an adventurer. That,
0: that yeah, that government money's going for Bro, a van, and it's so
1: it? hard. It's so hard to get unemployment. It's so friggin' hard. They're like, oh, you got to apply to five jobs a week. How do I apply to five jobs in a week? It's hard.
0: I don't know, dude. I was talking about the twelve
1: hundred dollar Corona checks. Yeah, no, that is going to a van. Yeah. Actually, it's gonna go to a trailer. Um, I'm gonna get uh, a, I'm gonna get a pull behind. So because uh, I move to LA, I'm gonna pull the trailer over there, and then I'm gonna uh, live in the trailer. It's like an apartment. And then I'm gonna sell the trailer for my down payment on an apartment. It's gonna gotcha, work
0: out well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's not gonna work out. Well. It
1: might. It, it might. If not, then I just sell the trailer and I walk home.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that sounds more realistic. <laughs> that, works too. that sounds more
1: realistic. I gotta get out of Orlando though,
0: man. Oof.
1: Why? Oof. I've realized I am. I am inspired and motivated by being around people who are inspiring and motivating.
0: (laughs) Jeez, ouch! Thanks, Mike. (laughs)
1: Uh, I, I, you know, there are so it's hard for me to find the go getters in Orlando, but it was not hard for me to find them in like New York or LA. People who are like pursuing their their goals in in healthy ways. I feel like most of the people I interact with in Orlando are settlers. They're not. They're not pursuers. And I prefer to be surrounded by people who are pursuing what they want. That's all. It's the, it's the people I like to be around. I like to be around high quality people. And so people like you are are, far, are really uh, common. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. No, man. There, I you, appreciate it. Being a part of this podcast is one of the reasons that I like still being here. Mm-hmm. Being around you. Mm-hmm. And we, got, we, got, we got some other good guys. Around yeah. There. Yeah.
0: Sounds like it. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. So nice. what do you want to go out there and do?
1: Oh, that is a great question. I'm going to go settle. Yeah, <laughs> like all
0: being being around people who know what they want and they're pursuing. It's like, so what do you want to pursue? Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I got no dreams and aspirations anymore. I'm so beaten down.
0: So that's really your answer? You don't know? You just want to be around people to give you your answer? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I find I want to write more, and I'm having I'm I'm struggling to be a writer and producing like entertaining things and just creating. And I'm gonna I'm during this. Um, thing i'm working on getting my project management professional certification like that's that's my that's my quarantine goal is to become a pmp a uphill um so you know i'd like to get a job in project management they're pretty sweet
0: and do i can manage
1: projects manage projects yeah <laughs> i you know i've, I've always been Pursuing my passions to the point where they I pursue them so hard, they have to be my sustaining as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've never gone in on something and not gone in so hard into it that I have other time to make to have a job, mm-hmm. right? Like that's just the way that it's always been. And so any other jobs I have are always like a side gig while I'm pursuing the passion that I'm pursuing, be it dance, uh, be it singing or acting or whatever else it might be. It, that the the job part always has to take the forefront in the thing that I'm doing. Like I have to be successful in it right away pretty much, which puts a lot of pressure on the thing that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like especially jumping from ballroom where I was relatively successful and it's easy to make money because people who spend money in ballroom are already rich. And then jumping into like Lindy Hop and Swing Dancing, going back to my roots, going back to like being around young, cool, inspiring people who don't have money to pay somebody to teach them a private lesson or two private lessons, like right. right? So getting back into this place where it's like, all right, well if I'm going full force, this still can't sustain me. Even people who are world renowned instructors in this field still have day jobs. And it's kind of mind blowing. I'm like, how how do you have a day job and still be really good? And I'm like, oh well, there's there's kind of a cap. There's a ceiling on how how good you have to be, really. Mm. That's one. Um but but two, you know yeah, so so this idea of like having a job to to be able to support my passions is kind of a new thing that I'm trying to feel out and trying to scope out. It's like, could I have a nine to five that's like, but then after five o'clock, you can do whatever you want and right. you've got money to do it. Right. And you can go to these weekend excursions because you can afford to. Well, you don't living have to in wait LA might not afford you, you much
0: money, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let's check in on the. Uh, let's check in. What's here. going on, you guys? So give us something
1: good to talk about. Oh gosh,
0: let's see here. We're really behind here. Oh, Tim asked how the BMW was.
1: Ah, yeah. So I've been working a lot on that too during this this COVID nineteen thing. Um, I've got a lot of pieces coming together, but it still looks like I'm doing nothing. That's how it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to be like. At a done point in about a week, two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Floors are done. Dashboard's basically done. Working out the electronics for the gauge cluster and got to put the card in for the doors and the the top of the dashboard. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 coming along. Yanis wants to point
0: out that you're primarily in Kissimmee, so saying you need to get out of Orlando is probably not an apt description. That is
1: absolutely correct. Yanis is very right on that point. If I were somewhere in Orlando... I might be around more inspiring people. That's true. (sighs) That's true.
0: And um, then Tim was asking Jared if Jared wanted to play games later. And Jared's like, well, I got invites from a lot of people. Let's stick to the podcast questions, uh, which means Jared doesn't want to play games tonight. I just love that Jared consistently gets out of playing games, when that's literally all he can do right now. He still right? finds a way to get out of doing it. I actually, I respect the game.
1: Sticking to the podcast.
0: I, 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 I respect the game. Got that loyalty deflection was like a pro. Visco girl. Yeah, yeah. visco girls. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yikes.
1: <laughs> that's been that's been one of my fun explorations with having a TikTok now. I know what that is.
0: So I saw your TikTok that you released.
1: Oh yeah, the one. The one. The one. <laughs> I'm singing in it. Yeah. I started playing guitar again. Right. Yeah. You're gonna be one of those creative driven people. I, you know. Uh, you gotta do it. I gotta start getting better at these things again, though. I actually wrote a song for the first time in years last Whoa. night. Last night.
0: Whoa. Can yeah. you play it for us? No. Why not?
1: You moved the guitar. I didn't just move the guitar.
0: It's, uh, it's in the you, living room. It's not ready. It's not ready. It's it's it's, it's, it's not, not ready. ready. It's you know you know Drake don't release music till it's ready. You know I'm the
1: same way. You gotta tinker. You gotta you gotta work on it.
0: You gotta tinker you gotta and work tinker on it. it.
1: But it's Jeez like a... What's your what's your
0: TikTok, Mike? Let everybody out there know.
1: Shiny Mike official.
0: Official. So you don't don't follow Shining Mike. No, he's a douche. Yeah. Is it Shining or Shiny? Shiny. 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 Shining would be past tense, right? Right. <laughs> shined the shiny, shined the shiny shined part. mike shined yeah, shiny mike. mike shiny mike mm. official
1: yep
0: it's not typically the tiktok stuff that i enjoy but go check it out
1: yeah it's it's not typical tip- tiktok stuff yet I've, i don't know no no, no, no. it's typical, typical TikTok. tiktok
0: stuff it's not the typical tiktok stuff, the stuff i like
1: all, me either <laughs> but neither is this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i do all sorts of You're stuff like, i don't I like i do
0: all sorts of stuff i don't like dude <laughs> like I like the weirdos living in trailers with four teeth, like doing magic tricks. That's what I like on TikTok. Like the real, the real weird, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The real weird stuff. Yeah. Send me some
1: of those people. I got some like funny people that I follow. I'm not on TikTok long enough
0: to send stuff. I don't even know how to send send stuff from it. Yeah, me either. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Learning it as we go. We're gonna what is that? With these what, is what you were
0: talking about last week? You're like, that's the beauty of TikTok, is like, there's no other way to share the stuff besides. Well,
1: you can send a direct message of something you like to somebody. It's not that you're going to post it on your wall so everybody can see what you're looking at, but if you see something you like, you can send some. I have people who send me like videos that they like to my direct message on TikTok.
0: Gotcha. So it's
1: like, hey, I saw this thing. You should check it out. Yeah. But it, it's still, it is like content creation based, similar to Instagram.
0: Similar to Instagram.
1: Yeah, Instagram's not about sharing either. Like, you have to have a separate program in order to be able to share something in Instagram. Like, to, to repost. Like, outside of Instagram? Yeah, like, repost. Instagram oh, repost. You have, to, gotcha, you have gotcha. to get a second repost. Yeah, it's program.
0: more about, like, who you're following. You just see those specific. Yes. It's like what Facebook used to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay, yep. I could see that. That yeah, but work. still,
1: like it still has some weird funky bug thing. Not bugs, but like the way it sort of interacts on like the back button. We said that last time, I think.
0: The back button.
1: Well yeah, when you're in TikTok and you hit back, it takes you to your homepage. It doesn't exit. Oh. And you hit back again, I don't it know takes if I knew you, that. a new I only messed with it once, it's so weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's a little funky. Oh, oh, cool.
0: oh, we got oh, so the, the drama no the drama. The drama's continuing here. Oh, no. Um so Jared said no, He's like got relatives asking to play in Warzone is three peeps. So mm-hmm. He's saying he's already full. He's already got people to play with. Oh. He doesn't want to play with Tim oh. or me or anyone else. He's got oh, relatives stop. that he's got to play with. It sounds so,
1: like he's doing something more special than he wants you to be doing.
0: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But I'll say this much: if they get a single win, I'll be, I'll be surprised. Without Jim if we company. get if we if Tim and I get under three wins, then I'll be surprised. So look, he doesn't want to win. He wants to spend time with people, hang out. That's fine. You don't want to have that winning attitude? That's fine. That's fine. He says, I got one guy, so it's Ben or Tim, but not both. Well, guess what? Ben and Tim play together, and you're not the one guy. How about that, Jared? <laughs> oh. How about we team up? We don't need your single invitation.
1: Feeling the burn.
0: All right, Jared. Okay. Gosh, dang it. Yeah. So, when do you think you will start getting back to normal like how many months from now do you think it'll be
1: dude that's such a weird question like i'm hanging out here hoping that when disney opens they'll need some performers and i'll be like hey what's up i'll be bert yeah you know um did you say bert yeah bert as in like bert and ernie no that's what everybody thinks no bert and mary poppins
0: oh yeah Gotcha. Yeah, because
1: the after they fired all of their CPs, that that's a majority of their workforce. Disney, when they start to reopen again, is gonna go on a mad hiring spree. Mad hiring. Maybe. But that's the thing. Like, it's we're talking about how are, how are they gonna open? Because they're not gonna to be have staggered. the numbers. Yeah, it has to be staggered. Yeah, they can't open all three parks. At once here in Orlando, at least, right? That's not going to happen. have four. four, all four parks. <laughs> yeah, I don't count Animal Kingdom. I do. It's a great park. <laughs> it is nowadays, you know, with that, uh, with um, right, Flight of the Navi. Woo! That's one of the greatest Ooh, rides, buddy. boy! Ooh, oh buddy. my goodness! Ooh, buddy, love that ride.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think they'll have to stagger it, man. I yeah. don't know. I think they would have to stagger it. They'd have to stagger the hiring, and if they're hiring new people, they're going to have to be training in droves. Yep. How is that going to go? Exactly.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean,
0: I say you start small. They probably just start with Magic Kingdom. Get that up and running. That has to be running yep. successfully for a period of time.
1: Yep. It'll be and just then, like when they opened in the 70s. Except they're not much. building the parks in the process.
0: Yeah, and all the free loves not getting all over the place. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Dirty the 70s, when I think of the 70s, I think of dirty.
1: Oh, man, that's weird. I I think of I mean, I think of browns and oranges.
0: Uh, That's dirty. Okay.
1: Cuz you think of hippies when you think of 70s sort of. No, 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 right. no 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 I don't think of hippies like specifically. Like, a like yeah,
0: it's like it's like it's the holdovers it's like from that the 60s. Folk kind of. And it's like everything's dirty and grimy. But I'm also watching a lot of 70s. Like I, I when I think of 70s I'm thinking film. So it's like all that film it's, it's violence and drugs and yeah. exploitation and just like I don't know, it's just great. I
1: think of the 80s when I think of dirty and grimy. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, the AIDS epidemic but you know what you're going to do
1: I think of like 80s New York that was a hell of a place
0: pre Giuliani oh, before he cleaned it up that's the kind of New York I'd like to live and in and let all the hipsters ruin everything yeah yeah that's the <laughs> that's the New York they're living in now I love it I actually love seeing how bad New York is doing right now. It's cracking me up.
1: Oh, uh, so I like, got a lot of really good friends in New York right now. Uh,
0: well, you might. They might be dead. <laughs> 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 have you ever met someone from New York who won't stop talking about New York? They're on
1: day 23 of like, actual
0: like, quarantine. At least, like, I don't know, man. Like every time someone from New York you have a conversation with them, they have to talk about New York. They have to. That's so. That's so annoying. It's
1: because it's wonderful. No. It doesn't seem wonderful right now. That's true. No, I was actually (laughs) thinking about this because I go through that like hipster kind of conundrum all the time. You are a hipster. I long for like the dirty, grungy, dangerous kind of place to live in New York. But thinking about it. Do you actually, though? Yes, I actually do. Why? I do. Because I like for there to be some skin in the game. I like for there to be some sort of a a risk. that. And by skin,
0: you mean darker skin in the game, right? That's what you're really referring to. All
1: skin. Skin is beautiful. (laughs) Give me all the skins.
0: So you actually would want to live in pre-Giuliani, New York. Yes. In the slums.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Where there's legitimately trash strikes and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. Yep. Yeah, because. And the benefit of that to you would be.
1: Well, I think there was also, it was a very vibrant time as well. Even though there were these trash strikes, there was this contrast
0: of. No, that's, that's, difficulty and that's, vibrance. that's the issue with people from New York right there. That right there, what you just came up with—that's why. The that's contest. why that speaks to you. That's, it no, does. No, no, that's why it speaks to you because everyone else sees trash piled up, and they're like, "No, this is culture." Like it's not culture. It's the same thing we're dealing with New, with uh, Los Angeles right now. New York's just—they've come out of theirs, right? So then you have people longing for it, like you. Los Angeles will eventually come out of this, possibly, and then people long for the—you know—where their skin would fall off the bone. You know, I'm like why can't I get leprosy anymore? It's just not <laughs> culture. There's no skin in the game. You're like yeah, there's no skin. We had leprosy, <laughs> but continue, Mike. No,
1: I, I I like this idea of of things being slightly unsafe. Like I do, if, if because when things are touristized, I should say, yeah, when things are are just. It's the difference between going to the county fair and going to Disney. When you ride a roller coaster at the county fair, you are actually scared for your life because that thing, you don't know who put it together. You don't know what bolts are manufactured wear like that is it's legitimately scary you go to disney to ride a roller coaster there's no scare factor there it's it's like oh this is exciting but but there's no like gamble on anything right so i I would be around the people who are ready i would say the problem but the
0: problem though is not with disney the problem was the with is with the person that wants to be scared at a theme park you see what i'm getting at here so you're saying danger adds value to the experience but you're looking for it in the wrong places what do you mean? Well, you, you, the examples you used mm. of rides, right? Whether it's a fair ride or a, a, an amusement park ride, I mean, the risk of danger there is lower. Yes, it's definitely higher when a carny listening to Inner Sandman is operating it.
1: Yeah,
0: but I would say the issue is with that individual with the expectation of danger at Disney than it is on Disney.
1: I'm not saying that Disney has to be like dangerous. like like. Well, but you are though. But I'm what, I, what I'm saying is that when something is so re- far removed from the the dangerous aspects of it it takes on a different experience so
0: so then my argument for you would to be then say why not move to i don't know iraq
1: because i don't feel like there's anything inspiring happening in iraq right now i don't think there's that contrast okay does that make sense so i'm sure you think that people
0: in new york When they were up against adversary, you know, they they could come out on top and they could do really cool things. Yeah, New York has been the the artistic
1: center of the world for years. But
0: people in Iraq have no artistic integrity. They can't add anything to the conversation.
1: I would say that there's absolutely fantastic art coming out of Iraq, but it's not concentrated like you find in New York. Okay. The the concentration of artists who flock to New York.
0: So you're saying that New York is still that center?
1: Uh, I think that that center has been shifting for a little while, and I'm curious as to where that would end up. Uh, I don't think New York is still the center.
0: Well, technology I mean, means that there doesn't have to be a center anymore. That's true. You're right. So, But what I'm trying to get at is if you still think New York is at the top or near the top of the
1: of the creative, artistic... artistic creative places, yeah.
0: But the danger's not there, so then where where's that value added? Well,
1: that, and that's what I was getting at is I, I've been debating... I'm not really debating, but I've been thinking about this this contrast in my brain because the reason why there was this like slummy kind of new york in the the 60s 70s and 80s was because in the 30s 40s and 50s it wasn't a slummy new york it was a big growing booming like construction was through the roof there was all sorts of people like taking over different spaces and building all the the brownstones that were built it's almost in, like, like the that's late what 1800s. follows
0: every boom of construction exactly. everywhere mike
1: right right yeah, no, I know. And so I, I'm thinking about how when I look at myself in this cycle mm-hmm. of, of growth and then destitution. Mm-hmm. I don't know if destitution is the right word. But yeah, like these growth cycles, I can't, I shouldn't be. And I, I shouldn't be bemoaning the growth cycle that creates the situation that I enjoy more. Does that make sense? So it is kind of an inner conflict right now that I'm trying to understand.
0: But do you think it's because of the danger? That's what I'm trying to get at.
1: It's because the danger that people are driving. I'm trying to get at, do, 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 do you th- or that I, I said, I said
0: does the, but does the danger add value? And you said yes.
1: Yes, because what the danger does. But if that was true, Detroit, Detroit would, would be the center
0: gatekeeper. of artistic, you know, uh, fortitude. It would be this temple of artistry. Yeah.
1: There was absolutely a lot of fantastic art coming out of Detroit. That's where you No, no, no. Me I'm saying call. right now. I'm saying
0: right now, you didn't right. mention Detroit before, though. I mean, Chicago would be at the top of that
1: list, you know yeah. that's the, it's the It's the combination that makes it that makes New York unique <laughs> unique New York. Um, <laughs> I know you're not laughing but I really. <laughs> the combination that New York is already uh, a center of art, and then you add that aspect to it. It's not because of
0: okay. That's know. what I was I trying to get oh, okay. at. Okay, yeah. That's what I was trying to get at. I didn't know.
1: No, it's not, it's not because of. But to me, having that danger factor there is kind of a gatekeeper of the would-be artists who can't handle that. Who aren't willing to sacrifice their comfort to create.
0: So you think that's what adds value?
1: I, I have been chastised by a friend of mine in London recently about that. Um, and I've been trying to find where I fall nowadays. But yeah. To me, there's always been an element of sacrifice necessary to make good art. But historically speaking, I am actually wrong about that. So
0: so you're saying again, personally I, you think that, but you can't find an example of it.
1: It's not that I can't find an example of it. I, I can find lots of examples of it. Well, Keep no, no, I've
0: sacrificed. But then I'm saying right. you can find a million examples where someone didn't have to sacrifice right. anything. Yeah, for you look right. at
1: also like some of my favorite artists. And were if not it's completely subjective,
0: anything. then how can you really prove that? what right. is good or not like or when, successful or not when
1: thoreau went into the woods he wasn't doing it in some sort of great sacrifice it was on borrowed like land. what do you was, think of banksy for example uh, banksy came kind of out of nowhere what what his background is is a mystery because nobody knows who he is but which is kind of fun he could care he could be a prep do, school kid you he could be somebody care? from the streets like you do you, you actually no, care no no. like when yeah but the the way that he has created himself i'm mean about his art not his background
0: Oh, okay do you, do you care mean?
1: do i care about banksy yeah not particularly yeah do i care about the street art movement
0: yes and why is that because why I, one and not the other i should say
1: i i like the voice of the people i i like that there's but the to your own admission outlet.
0: you just said you don't know who banksy is so how do you know that's he's not the voice of the people
1: No, 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 that's what I'm saying is Banksy himself has become a figurehead of a a different movement. And the thing about Banksy is he is a businessman. Like he has made himself who he is through various business tactics, right? So do you
0: think if if a street artist were to find success, they're no longer a street artist or they're no longer the voice of the people?
1: No, the movement is the voice of the people. And I think the success comes in different ways.
0: But do you think if someone does find success that that removes them from either one of those categories?
1: No, no, I think it can, it can, but it doesn't necessarily. Success, success can make you unrelatable, but then, but not necessarily.
0: Not even unrelatable. I think it's, some people see it, you know, it's that whole thing about like punk rock, like,
1: oh, once you. Right. Once you sell out. Yeah. I'm at this point now, like, cause I was, when I was in high school, man, if you'd have called me a sellout, that was the worst thing you could call me. I would be pissed. I'm like, you can call me whatever you want, but don't call me a sellout. I'm not going to sell out to nobody. No, how I would sell out in a heartbeat right now. If somebody came to me and said, Hey, listen, we're going to give you lots of money to do this thing that you don't really care about. I'd be like, done. Show me the money. I want it. Right. Selling out is not the same thing it used to be to me, but I look at, (laughs) I look at, it's almost like teenagers are idiots. Mike, (laughs) who, who, who could have come to that
0: conclusion? It's almost like they're just freaking idiots. They're so stupid.
1: No, but here's the thing, Yes, it was a problem to me to see sellouts because what is a sellout, especially in that specific thing? Everybody right? has
0: a different definition,
1: right? In, in that specific success arena, to some
0: people, is just selling out.
1: True, and I don't, I, th- I, I think that's wrong. But of I course, think it is when, when you are, when you become like a puppet for a non-creator in a field where you are an actual creative. That's to me when when selling out happens, right?
0: So you think Aerosmith sold out?
1: I don't know Aerosmith well enough to know whether they sold. I think it or they not. stopped
0: writing their own songs like twenty years ago or something.
1: Yeah, makes sense. No, to me the biggest sellout story is Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Why though? She went from No Doubt to Gwen Stefani. She shook hands with Bradley Newell,
0: and thank goodness she didn't keep shaking him because you know he's he dead.
1: He is. He is. Yeah.
0: But I yeah, love no. I love Saw Red, but I mean, it, is Saw Red that? different than you know some of her music she's releasing now i really i i don't know i haven't listened to it but i can't imagine it would be that different honestly maybe not like like again we're getting back to that production the production value right like of course of course the production values are higher now but is that just because no doubt or sublime didn't have the opportunity to get those production
1: values right
0: yeah, I don't know. Did they did did they morally choose to
1: record in their garage? You exactly, know exactly. Exactly. You don't, you don't know. I mean, if they had a no. the chance to, uh, would they? No. Have? Of, course, of course, I'm sure they would have. This is they this, were doing big tours. They were touring with. Warped this is the and- same. This is
0: the same discussion I have with people about film, and like everybody talks right. about George Lucas, and they talk about like, oh, he made all these changes to his film, yada yada, and like people that get so up in arms about like Criterion Collection stuff, and you know, I was like. I'll see shots in these films. It's like been remastered. We haven't touched anything. And it's like, you know, it's a helicopter shot or a shot in a bucket with a camera that they're trying to like control. And it's super shaky and everything. I'm like, the director did not want that shot to look like that. Right. He wanted it to be smooth and steady and everything else. This was not some artistic choice. This was not some, it's just how it was. That was as smooth and as steady as he could have gotten it. If that director wants to come back and make that a smoother shot does that ruin the artistic in- integrity of the film?
1: It only ruins it if you've ascribed some sort of meaning to that. And that's, that the, that's that all did. art is, though. Yeah, exactly. Is you
0: ascribing meaning that isn't there to something?
1: Yep. That's the definition of art to my... To, to right me. there.
0: And yeah. and people get so up in arms about it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They probably didn't want it to look like that. That The shakiness of the camera in that, in that helicopter shot does not represent the, the internal struggle of the main character right. in that moment. It was just because that Clearly. was the best they could do. Yeah. That was what they, you know, they wanted it Sometimes to be Sometimes they did stuff
1: like that on purpose, though. Like Sometimes. And, and so when you look at the things that are on purpose and you see the things that aren't, you become just that pretentious person who's trying to ascribe meaning that might not be there. But, like, for example,
0: let's take someone who gets uh, motion sick very easily, right? Right. So they 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 experience one of these shaky cam shots and it was on right. purpose and that person gets like born sick. Like boring identity. Yeah, right. Let's say they get sick. Um, does that mean they don't appreciate the art? Does that mean the art wasn't good? Does that mean it just wasn't for them? Or does that maybe mean? it
1: did exactly what it's supposed to, which was make people with motion sickness sick. Maybe that was the intention. So does that make it good? Well, good. When you're talking <laughs> about good in but art, that's what my does point. Good. Mean? That's what
0: I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like even if it does exactly what the artist wants it to do, right? That doesn't make it good. That might make it successful. You know, Not even monetarily so But just like hey I wanted people to be grossed out By this and I made this and they were grossed out Therefore it did what I Wanted it to do so it was it
1: accomplished its goal Yes right
0: But that doesn't that doesn't mean the quality How do we get back onto art again Because that's all you have Mike (laughs) You went on this tirade you're like I'm moving Uh, To LA I'm going to follow my dreams Like oh well, what are those you're like I don't have an Answer you're like Dangerous New York is the best New York
1: Again, I told you, I'm, I'm, I've am I'm got an internal conflict about that right now.
0: Yeah, when somebody mugs you, <laughs> you're like, hmm. Yeah, that does this me. make my songwriting better? I want, <laughs> will my TikToks be, be more palatable now that I've been mugged at gunpoint? <laughs> hmm. Let me write a letter home.
1: Jeez Louise, Mike. What about you? Do you ever feel like you sold out or given up on an art that you were creating? Because you've created art. You create lots um,
0: of art. Um... I don't know, man I really don't know I I don't know I have I guess I haven't really thought about it To be honest with you Yeah You know, I've started I mean, I haven't recently Because of the coronavirus But I've been doing stand-up I've been writing uh-huh. more jokes I've been uh, doing that, I really, really enjoyed that. And that's a great creative outlet because it's it's a live performance. I like live performance. Right. Um, so that's really good and fun. Uh, the podcast, obviously, I've liked that. Um, I mean, I'm doing for my work. This is what I do for work, essentially, as I use my voice, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yep. Um, I mean, again, it's that whole thing of, yeah, there are more creative jobs I could be doing, but none of them pay as well as... <laughs> An explainer (laughs) video from Exxon, right? It's like, you know, it's like they just don't. They just don't. I mean, I'd love to work with the Caltech guys on, you know, or the UCLA guys on some student animated film, but they're gonna give me a half used can of Coke. You know, like (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what that's gonna do for me. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I've I've you know, I, I, I really wanna see like in a year where the podcast and the videos and all that is at. I just want to give a time because I, I mean, I went in knowing it's gonna take a while. Oh yeah, but I wanted to see if I could do it because I helped. Um, you know, obviously with with Leah and Cali cosplay, I helped wow. with that, and so that was really fun to see that yeah. become really successful. Was, and I was yeah. like, I was like, I wonder if I can. I wonder if I can do that with a less. A less beautiful
1: face. <laughs> so,
0: you know that's that's the thing. Like if I can if I can strip away,
1: we're coming up you know, on a year that, pretty soon, aren't we?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, kind of a year. I wouldn't consider the first ten episodes. You know, like, to listen to those. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: technically, we. I mean, I told you guys when we we came up on the the exact year day, but like we didn't number the reviews. Right. We we um. Yeah. We didn't start videos until like that was only like a couple months ago that videos even started. Was it really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So like really wow. this is this is where I see the channel now. I feel like, okay, we have the video component tied in with the audio component. Uh-huh. Now it's just about like all right, let me make sure all my social media pages are in a row and then, you know, really that's why I'm like, I think from here on this is kinda how I like the format to be. Yeah. That's where I like it. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. And just getting over, I think, I think the biggest struggle, I mean, which a lot of people have, it's not unique or beautiful or interesting, but just, you know, I'm, I get tunnel vision on, on doing certain things. And it's like, again, this all came from me wanting to do a podcast yeah, and it was like, all right. And I had some microphones. I was like, well, I have microphones and a mixer. That's all it is. And then it turned into, well, no, actually, I need this, and I want this, and now here we are. Dive
1: head in. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. So, you know, my advice to people is just just do it, you know? Like Colin Kaepernick, just do it. Like Osama bin Laden, just do it, (laughs) you know? Just do it. That's my advice, because as cringy as it is to listen to, like, those first, you know, eight or nine episodes, like, if we hadn't done that, we wouldn't be here. So you just have to do it and realize there's going to be some cringy stuff out there and it's going to be awful. And you're going to listen back and be like, oh, my gosh, what was I doing? Yeah. But it's fine. It's how you get better. It's how you do it.
1: Do you ever go back and listen to Mendoza?
0: uh No. I mean, not not on my own. Yeah. like I've had like when that when, was his
1: band back in when, yeah. high school
0: when uh when Anthony and I were hanging out because of course Anthony was lead guitarist and Thomas yeah. who has been on the show a couple of times with the yep. bass player yep. and then of course you know we have our laundry list of drummers um that I don't keep in contact with and I hope are all dead um they
1: <laughs> I, I offered to be your drummer once, <laughs>
0: like I said, you heard what I said, you heard what I said Mike. um he he came over and he was, he was like, oh man, I was on the computer, and so you know, I found some of that stuff and but it was a
1: butterfly it was I like more that song. about
0: that was Michael Cummins um it was yeah. more about he wrote that the yeah, the lyrics? it was yes huh. it was more about the stuff we had done after that that was actually like I think pretty good, but oh, we yeah. just never got to like do anything with it because we can keep a drummer. Right. Um, but yeah, he's I've had people bring it up, but not I'm not like, oh man, let me go
1: back to the good days. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
0: I'm not like that. But yeah, that was fun. I'm glad I did it. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it except maybe being able to keep a drummer. Yeah. Um there was a guy that we were talking to about signing a record deal with. Um and it came out Gosh, it was probably four or five years ago now, um, but an FBI sting got him. He was, like, taking a lot of people's money.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, so
0: dodged that bullet. Yeah. We were talking about that the other day, though. Well,
1: that's what record deals are, is a loan.
0: That came out, that came out, like, it was, like, on my, uh, someone had shared the article with me on Facebook, so it came up in a Memories <laughs> Like Kobe's gonna, like, oh yeah, <laughs> nice. holy crap! I was like, that was crazy, and that guy, that guy was a character, yeah, for sure.
1: Charismatic kind of guy, uh, kind of guy who could have sold you tickets to Fire Island. He was, he was
0: slimy, but that was my expectation with working with. A music producer yeah of course. honestly the only reason and i kid you not the only thing that stopped us from signing he, i mean he had like a little tour going on he had like i mean he had tj had all this stuff but like there was this moment where he's like well um because like it was just anthony and i that could consistently go to the meetings there was like three or four meetings that we had and he's like well look i'm gonna hook you up with a drummer here's like a, he had like these these portfolios of like all right there's this guy he's got this style and this style or whatever it was all like really superficial anyways he was like well i just want you guys to know he's like he's like whose band is it i'm like well i, mean, I don't know and and he's like no it's your band and so he's like and he turns to anthony he's like he's like if if this happens this happens this happens whose band is it? he's like i guess it's his and he's like yeah but even though it's your band if i tell you to go out on stage in a sprite t-shirt you're gonna wear that Sprite t-shirt he went on this whole tirade. like I kid you not I thought we were being punked which I mean We kind of were but like I thought Ashton Kutcher was gonna jump Out from the couch it was like he It was like it was like everyone's Preconceptions of a music producer Like just if they were A person like it was him The slicked back hair He was kind of overweight and wearing stuff that was like A little too small for him you see His chest hair coming out Right 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 like totally totally would have totally would have taken advantage of us if he yeah. wanted to for sure like like you like it was just it was so funny to me, that experience was just so funny to me at the time because I was like, this is exactly like what people tell you to look out for. You don't expect it to right. be exactly what people tell you. It's like right. if someone's like, look out for a square, and literally there's a square in front of you. Like, <laughs> th- like, look out for an orange square. Orange square is right in front of you. Like, this is an orange square. This is ridiculous. How, why does this orange square exist? Yep. I, I don't get yep. it. Yeah, that was that was, oh gosh. That was a crazy experience. And then um, he tried to play tried to play me in chess for his paycheck. What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like he was gonna give you his paycheck if, if you beat him. I in chess. beat
0: him in chess. <laughs> and I was just like, I haven't played in a while, but I gotta go. Like this is weird, <laughs> man. Like it was really weird. And he like Oh my gosh, the other thing was it was like the second time or third time I went over there. Um I'm supposed to be meeting with him, and like he was in the hot tub with two, two, hold on, two of the other people he signed. Okay, the no. women, these girls, younger, younger girls, dude. Oh. Younger girls. He's in the hot tub with them, and then he comes out, and he's got, like, you know, like I said, he's, like, kind of overweight, and he's got, like, this, this like, stupid robe on, and it was, like, a Komodo, you know, like a Komodo. No way.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, it was a meme. Like, it was literally a meme. If you are one of those two girls, we want to have you on this show. (laughs) I, it was crazy. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: It was really, really crazy.
1: That's so, you know, one of my things I've always kind of lived by, right? Is I've never wanted to be the stereotypical anything. Mm. Yeah. The labels of being something just always drove me nuts. And people in high high school were like, oh, you're a surfer. I'm like, well, I surf, but I'm not a
0: surfer. (laughs) Well, I surf, but I also respect my body. Have I told you about respect? You know, respect means here's a respect t shirt. (laughs) Yes. I might be right? sexy,
1: but I don't do sex. So I look at somebody like that. I'm like, why would you want to fulfill what everybody thinks of you? I don't get it. He was. He was. When my little sister got pregnant at 16, I wasn't mad at her for getting pregnant. I was just like, you know, you are now a divorce a statistic. Number. Yeah, you are a divorce right. statistic to the and everybody <laughs> expected that of you. How could you let yourself become a statistic?
0: Right. That was the thing that bothered you most.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's that's actually pretty funny.
1: All right, Mike. Late honest, what are you uh what are you up to this week? I'm gonna throw a secret illegal party in the woods. I wow. mean, nothing. Just quarantined. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, working on my car. That's the thing.
0: I wanna say something. Say it. Here's what annoys me. Here's <laughs> here's what drives here's the what, thing? Here's what they just one? Here's what grinds my gears. Um there's like these first of all all the mental health stuff that people talk about I think is really really stupid And I only think it's stupid because I know that there are people that are convinced they're depressed or OCD or something And they're not at all like they just share memes and stuff about like oh well you know I struggle with this But like mm. do you know what it's like to be an extroverted introvert? I like, <laughs> can't
1: like gosh, we don't need another plague. We need a that- belly button in any Audi?
0: We don't need another plague. We need another Hitler who just specifically kills people who share memes like that, like posts like that. Mothers, fathers, children, all of them. <laughs> just throw them in there, okay? And I've been seeing this one go around Facebook and Twitter, and it is making me so angry. And I don't know why I've had this reaction to this, okay? But it's these people that are like, uh, I'm the type of person that um, I need people to know that I still want to be invited even though I'm not going to go and I was like that is so selfish that is so self-centered it made me so angry there's I've seen literally like four or huh? five people share this and I'm like what is the point? Because when you said that about the party, I was like, "Oh, great! Yeah, can't wait to be invited to that thing and not go." <laughs> and then it made me think.
1: I was like, <laughs> "That's you!" I,
0: I, no, 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 that's not me. I don't care. Like, you don't, don't want to be invited. My to expectation, not go. my expectation, is not for someone to go out of their way to make me feel loved. Right? Like, I don't need someone to like validate my existence. And be like, "Well, look, I know you're not interested in this thing, but I still wanted to take time out of my life to let you know that you're still invited." I don't need that. Yeah. I don't want that. I'm not one of these people that tries to be cool about not wanting to go to things. I just don't want to go to things. I don't want to be texted about it. I don't want to be tagged about it. I don't nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And people need to get over themselves. This self-centered way of thinking is why we are where we
1: are at right now. It created the virus. Not selfishness.
0: The U.S. government is the virus I'm worried about. All right. (laughs) And the selfishness is fueling it. And all these people that want these checks and want to be invited to things, even though they know they're not going to go and they want to share that with everyone. And the people that are like, I'm not going to be. I have to sign off for a while. If anyone needs to reach me, you can text me here. No one cares. Kill yourself. We're not going to come to the funeral either.
1: <laughs> Guess what?
0: Jeez, Louise. I just, I, I am amazed. There's that hymn, I stand all amazed. <laughs> I stand all amazed at the the absolute... Just self-centered idiots that I'm surrounded by. Not right now, okay? You're not self-centered.
1: Yeah. I've been called a lot of things (laughs) in my life.
0: Self-centered is the number one. But honestly, it really blows blows my mind. And I I was just like, I've been shocked at how many people feel the need to, I don't know. Like, it, it, it explains to me, it explains to me. This whole thing about like everyone wanting titles for everything all of a sudden, you know, we talk about like, oh, well, what are you? I'm cisgendered. I'm transgendered. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a. I'm a. It gives you a place to fit in. Well, everybody wants to be special, right? Right.
1: Everybody wants to have that thing, right? And well, I, it's it's different than that though, because I think what it actually is, everyone wants to be included
0: right well but it's not just being included it's that you are and other people are not
1: by being special you are then included yes. people are actually you're now you're part of be this group attention to you. right you're right. part of
0: this group yes And i talk about all the time some 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 great value of religion for people who aren't believers is the fellowship yep I tell everybody all the time it's of proven it's yeah. proven to work like even if you're an atheist don't argue with me about the nuclear family and fellowship and a community and everything else that's proven that stuff works and people don't have that because they're constantly like chopping an onion in 500 different ways and saying well I'm this piece you know right. it's like you're still a piece of raw onion that nobody wants Karen Nobody cares. Nobody cares you're off Facebook. Nobody cares about your th- your 13th toxic relationship. Nobody cares. Like, oh, I'm an essential employee. Give me a break. <laughs> gosh, it makes me so, oh, and, and, and. Oh, my gosh. The other one that's driving me crazy right now is
1: the people that are sharing, like,
0: uh, atheists who don't believe in God because they can't see him are now hiding in their homes from a virus.
1: That they can't see Oh my gosh I've not seen that Oh I've seen it a lot Because there's
0: I'm not gonna say the names But there are people That I follow on social media Specifically for those types of posts (laughs) Like they're they're my boomer feed You know like I'm like What are the boomers thinking I can go to these These like four or five people Honestly that I'm like Okay I, I haven't muted them Because I want to see These types of things I'm like you know we have microscopes. Like we can <laughs> see the virus. Like it's not like it's just made up right. all of a sudden and we're like, oh man, like what the you know, what's going on here? Yep. We can't see it. There's no God particle, despite us wanting there to be a God particle. So oh, dark matter. You can't see it. You can't observe the God <laughs> you particle. You can
1: observe its effect on things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right that's the definition of the god particle you can observe its effect on things it's
0: like I can't see your girlfriend's naked but I can see how terribly they are for you right it's like I I can see but I can't see right Mm -hmm. it's like that I got you but no that that drives me crazy just people stop being self centered actually take this opportunity to say, look, maybe we're all human beings. Maybe we all have problems, all right? And we want to work through these things together. Instead of saying, like, I still want to be invited to things, but I'm not going to go. But people need to know that I'm not going to go. Or it doesn't count. Gosh. Yeah. Mike is in the chat. He said, living that life. He says, I think you need better
1: friends, Ben. <laughs> that must have been before that I follow them specifically.
0: No, and he said uh it's probably better stated uh people want to be elite. People want to be special. Yeah. Which of is course. that's kind of I mean it's kind of what we were again, saying. Again, that's
1: the, yeah, that that's human nature. To yeah, want to be special.
0: Yeah. Well, and of course, the big setup and failure, you know, people like to point out all the time, you know, coming from the 90s and everyone was like, "Oh, you're going to be able to do whatever you want." Mm-hmm. And then obviously You can't. No. How does that mess with a person's right and i tell people all the time i mean i'm only i'm only halfway normal because i had to spend time with my father growing up you know like he was in a i I love him to death he was in a different economic class than the rest of my family Mm -hmm. okay yep the only reason that i am like okay that i'm normal is because i had to eat a hot dog on a bread a slice of bread you know, like that's not a bun that's a piece of bread, but guess what it was also a hamburger bun and it was also an egg sandwich thing and it was always, like everything <laughs> like that's the only reason why and I think there's a lot of people that that, that grew up saying oh, you're special, you're unique you can do these amazing things and then you don't at a certain point, you have to wake up and realize, okay, I'm not Einstein. I'm not Michelangelo. I'm not how do you come to grips with that right. as, as a
1: person yeah some people don't do it well I, another phrase I've heard for it is we are all temporarily embarrassed billionaires
0: you think that's why people vote for certain things
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah yeah the idea i mean i think it. i think it cuts both ways though i think that that ideology is like the best thing and the worst thing at the same time right knowing like that whole idea of like the american dream right where if I work hard enough, if I do the right things, then these great things are going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And that world disappeared slowly but surely yep. until everyone was like, oh, it's not here anymore. Right. And I've had these conversations. I've had these conversations with my own family, and I'm like, that that world doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Like, like the world in which my grandfather, who didn't even graduate high school, right, started working at McDonald's and worked his way up to the very top, that mm-hmm. does not exist anymore. Um the, the the fact that if you wanted to open a franchise today, you would have to have in cash at least two million dollars just to open and then not see not see any profit on that for about seven or eight years. Who can do that? Right. Who can do that? Nobody can do that. Yeah. Like nobody can do that. You know, then that, and that's the that's the sad story for a lot of small businesses, for a lot of entrepreneurs, for a lot of these things, it's like yeah, you can do this. It's like, well, the reality is you can't. Nobody can live <laughs> no. in 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 these these the, things. The dream
1: is to get bought out by those things at this point. right. That's that's right. What Selling are the for. next big idea. Can I have an idea Not that having the next. Yeah,
0: right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very, very true. Yep. And screw Google.
1: Can I can I start something that McDonald's is going to want to take over?
0: Right. Right.
1: What do you what do you think the fix is? Is there a way to get back, or should we even be striving to get back to that American? I don't know.
0: Frame? Yeah is 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 it is it something that shouldn't exist? You know, right? I mean, because it's it, again, it's not because of the ideology; it's because of the worldwide economy. Again, we've talked about it. We talked about this last week, I think, or maybe it was two weeks ago. Must have been two weeks where ago. Nick was pointing out that you know, like literally. Yeah, we were doing great because like, yeah, we were the only people making steel because we just blew up everyone else that could make steel, you know. Um, I mean, not just us. There was a whole war over there, mind you, with other countries. Germany didn't help. But, you know, there were a lot of things that led to that. And so it's like, yeah, that American dream that works at a very specific point in time. It does not work over time. So I don't know what the next I don't know what the next reality is. And I think it's really hard for people to let go of that because it is kind of like the American dream is really it's it should be everybody's dream. I mean, it's a universal dream. That's why that's why that's why it works so well.
1: The universal dream is comfort.
0: Yeah, well, that well, the universal dream is that you've you you get what you deserve, right? <laughs> the problem is we've convinced people that they deserve so much. We've convinced the Karens of the world that her and her besties going to Las Vegas and that she needs to still be invited to parties even though she's not going to go and she goes on adventures. We've convinced those people of that. Right. And the problem is, Mike, maybe it still is working. Maybe this is what we deserve. Maybe it is. Hmm. Maybe we're doomed from the beginning. Maybe this coronavirus, maybe the economy collapsing, maybe all this. Maybe this is exactly what we deserve. We need to stop and think about that.
1: For being entitled.
0: For not being that great. I think for being underwhelming. For being mediocre.
1: For being selfish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it is.
1: I was watching a documentary on the, the homelessness in Los Angeles not too long ago. Um, I think I mentioned it before. They had said, you know, if, if the women walking out of their houses saw homeless dogs in the street yeah, that weren't these people. I care more about animals than more. people. Yeah, And we, we come from... A time now where we no longer feel the responsibility for those around us. I mean, it mm. goes back to that selfishness. We don't feel responsible for the immigrants coming in to be able to help them to build right. what they can. Because there's
0: no community either.
1: Exactly. We we don't have that setup now. But well, we can't look at them and say, "You have the same potential as me to build yourself up and be successful and be comfortable just like I am." I'm going to help you get there. We now think that there is a certain amount that if we don't get it, somebody else will, and we'll be left behind. And so there's this self-preservation competition going on, as opposed to thinking that wealth is unlimited, right? Right. And I think that's part of that selfishness problem. I think that's what that's where this dream crumbles: is that we don't think that we can all have it. We think that only some of us will get it.
0: Well, I mean, that's what that's how some people treat. That's how some people treat success. They think. Um I mean, I think that's where putting other people down or not celebrating your friend's success comes from. There's that fear, right? There's that Mm -hmm. fear that like, if you're successful, I can't be successful when that's not the case at all. No. Actually,
1: if people would embrace it, yeah, if people would
0: embrace it, it would probably have the opposite effect. Right. But I don't know. Did you watch uh, any general conference this weekend? I did not. You did not. I did not. Even
1: though I heard that we were left with a big cliffhanger That there was a big announcement on Sunday I think that big announcement was just the temples
0: Well, no So there's the new logo That they explained and broke down That was kind of cool And then the new temples, yep, Tallahassee,
1: bro Tallahassee I don't think there was enough people in Tallahassee
0: And know, uh, and and uh, Dubai Was pretty huge And Shanghai, Shanghai.
1: That's a big um, deal
0: but there is was that,
1: a cuz hong kong's had a temple but is there another temple in china?
0: no and they they spoke about and oh. what people if people don't know we we're talking about the uh, church oh, of yeah. jesus christ latter day saints general conference um they have it it's the Mormons.
1: Semi- yep yep uh, that, that go
0: babble. um <laughs> they it's just a uh, a general assembly typically but this year of course it wasn't it was just the people who were speaking and they were all sitting apart and everything um and it's just where we get addressed by uh Leadership Leaders in church. our church. Yep. yep, that's pretty much what it is. Anyways, um, they were uh, They were talking about uh, another worldwide fast on Good Friday. Right. Um, and they were very clear about, like, hey, do this so this can go away. And then, you know, there was another talk given where um, he was—I forget who it was. I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, the point of it was— he was talking about how, like, hey, all you people that are fasting for this—that's great for relief from coronavirus, for safety for our doctors and scientists and everything else. That's that's fantastic. But when we're over this, I hope you'll put the same effort towards ending world hunger, homelessness, racism, school shootings, etc. he went down the list, and I thought that was very, very interesting. Hmm. So, you know, I, I think that's a that's a pretty universal truth. Everybody that's putting their efforts towards this in, in whatever capacity it is, I just want people to try and think about when we are past this, if we get past this, maybe putting that those efforts, the yeah. same amount of efforts, the same sort of spotlight on some of these other issues. Right. So... Yep, Jeffrey R. Holland. Thank you, Micah. I was hoping you'd come in earlier. I was like, come on. Mike!" I kept looking at the screen. I'm like, where is she at? I couldn't think of who it was. I met Jeffrey R. Holland in person, actually. He's really, 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 uh, really great guy. Um, Anyways, so just think about that. I thought it was really, really interesting.
1: Yeah. And um, This is a chance for us to rebuild as a community.
0: Yeah, I mean, worldwide. To realize,
1: because this is it's completely non-discriminatory. Everybody is going to have this. Everybody is dealing with it. It's, it's like I've in the past loved, when we come on, together through, on. like, wars We're and such, right? The, the the country can be unified in a common enemy, right? Well, now the entire world has a common enemy. Right. Yeah, there is no border wall that's going to save us from this. There is no shutting down transportation that stops
0: this. Well, that's not the best example.
1: Because, <laughs> you know. I mean, we are kind of trying to build walls around our houses right now, right?
0: Well, no, I mean there's a reason italy's doing far worse than a lot of other countries and that's one of them they they didn't put up any travel bans they didn't have a yeah, secure okay. border that's a bad example for the coronavirus all right fine i'm saying there there are legitimate reasons why having a secure border in a pandemic makes perfect sense okay. completely valid. out of politics valid <laughs> I'm not saying the wall has to say MAGA on it.
1: I'm just saying, you know, it worked for some countries and really didn't work for other countries. Touche. But we have this chance now to be more community-minded. And I think the fact that people, we talked about this last time as well, people going outside, people seeing their neighbors, people living their little bit slower life, not being so centrally focused on making their own money, but instead living in a community, being a part of the place around you, I think is going to be really important. As, As people start to look at, rebuilding local businesses i think they're going to discover new local businesses and building things in a local way if that's even possible who knows what the other side of this is going to look like we will all be owned it's by not, taco bell it's
0: it's it's not going to be pretty it's not it's not going man. to be pretty for a long time like i'm I'm, to, I'm i'm at the point where i'm thinking at best case scenario we're looking at years until we are back to where we were january of, of
1: 2020
0: yeah years and i'm I hate that that's the optimistic outlook, but that's what I'm thinking because, you know, taking it back to what we had said earlier about like, you know, how many people do you think are going to want to go to concerts after this right. or movie theaters or sporting yep. events or whatever? And I'm not saying people aren't going, going to. I'm excited to do those things. Right. There's going to certainly be those people.
1: I'm going to go do a movie marathon the day the theater's open. Right,
0: right. And they've, there was even talk before this got more serious that when the theaters did open up, they'd be it'd,
1: what is going on? Well, Mike, apparently Google thinks I'm talking to it. Come
0: on. They record everything. Anyways, there was talk about, you know, the the theaters uh giving away free tickets when they first opened. Uh because they are re- they were already concerned about people not wanting to come back. And since your phone went off, I don't know where I was going with this, but it is, you know, I think it's I think it's going to take I think it's going to take years. Oh, this is where I was going with it. What I was going to say was, if we think that's we're worried about movie theaters like the real thing we should like travel outside of our own country or even from Mm -hmm. state to state or even from Mm -hmm. county to county with everything's getting out of control with all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know when it'll go back to when
1: airlines start going under. Yeah. You know, it's going to take us back to the days when flights were so inaccessible. Only the very wealthy could use them.
0: Right. But if we had kept it that way, would there have been an outbreak? (laughs)
1: Well, there wouldn't be pajama pants on my flight next to me. That's for sure. Jeez Louise, are those crying babies?
0: Rich people can afford
1: condoms or babysitters. Exactly. You know? Give me a break. I am actually flying to Houston tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot to talk about that one, things I'm doing this week. I'm flying to Houston tomorrow. (laughs) For? Going to pick up a friend of mine, bring her back from Houston to come back to Orlando so she can work here instead of being stuck with her family. Right, so gotcha. that's exci- I'm excited to see what the borders are actually like. I'm sure it's nothing. It's just where you're coming from. All right, good, Have a good day. Right, right. Unless I'm black and I'm not, so I'll be all right. you It'll be fine. Yep. Cops. Um. Where was I going with that? Oh yeah. So, racism. I'm flying on Spirit Airlines. I bought my ticket for seventeen dollars for a one-way ticket to okay, Houston. Okay. Well, that's Spirit
0: Airlines for you. That's not because of the coronavirus. I still paid too much. <laughs> you're right. For Spirit <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> Spirit Airlines scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I've never been on a Spirit Airlines flight, but I have heard
1: horror stories. Oh, man.
0: I am not going to do it. I, Like I've said, I will say it a million times, I've been very blessed in my life. I've been blessed enough that I've never had to be on Spirit Airlines, and I'm very thankful and grateful to that. Right. Uh, but that stuff terrifies me.
1: I'm happy for budget airlines opening up travel to other people. I think travel makes the world a better place and experiencing outside of your Again, own place. In a pandemic, No. <laughs> <laughs> But this maybe is, it
0: does, but that's kind of you know, this is what I was gonna get at as well. Like, I kind of like that this is just pointing out the people that were already ridiculous before this just look that much more ridiculous. What do you mean? Like, I've seen people posting about like why you know the coronavirus is isn't sexist because it kills more men than women here's why like actual opinion articles
1: isn't that sexist to say it kills more men than right, women? right right
0: right but i mean like you know or, or there was this um non-binary uh gosh i can't think of their name at the moment but they're in a, a music group their lead singer or something mm-hmm. well they got cervical cancer right and i was like that just like stuff like that is awful and i'm not saying that's a good thing that they got cervical cancer that's not what i'm saying right. all right what i'm saying is when when actual bad stuff happens i think it it points out the ridiculousness of what we considered problems right prior yeah. right and and it's just like like do pronouns matter when you have cancer <laughs> obviously not right it's like it's like does does you know does Does me worrying about like all these little things matter when there's a global pandemic? No, it it doesn't matter. All the things that people wanted to argue about before this really don't matter at all. Yeah. Nobody cares. I don't care what you identify as, as long as you don't identify as positive for (laughs) COVID-19.
1: Okay. That's all I care about. Speaking of being positive with the COVID. (laughs) Right. Lane isn't here today. Pretty sure he had it. I don't know. Uh, It sounds an awful lot. I don't know why he didn't go get tested. How is he going to get a test? You go to the drive through tests that are all over.
0: Uh huh. And then, and then, and then if he got, if he tested positive, what was he going to do?
1: The same thing he did when he tested negative. I don't know.
0: Uh huh. Exactly. They cost wanna too much money. I don't know if I had
1: it. Do they cost money? They're yeah. not free tests. No. I thought they were free tests.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. They might be free at this point. But again, remember, this has been completely botched because <laughs> yeah. of the death grip that the government has on healthcare. Right. I mean, if you had more private companies, we would have had plenty of masks and plenty of tests and plenty of everything. The cost wouldn't have been through the roof. But no, 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 no. We need we need the the Food and Drug Administration and and all these other people with their hands all over to make sure that they have the people that they want making the thing for this. It's, it's a yep, joke.
1: They got to get their cut.
0: It's an absolute joke.
1: Got to get their payback.
0: Get out of here. Yeah. People are idiots. So, you think Lane actually had it? I
1: think it's, I mean, he was super sick for a week. Sounds about right.
0: I mean, to be fair. With
1: something that was definitely bronchial.
0: Because he only puts good things in his lungs, right?
1: <laughs>
0: that was my first That's thought. That's his
1: healing, right? The CBD. It's a healing CBD. Can I get the
0: CBD pan, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well. Mike, anything else you want to add to this flavorful uh, conversation? There was something that
1: came into my mind about Lane for a second, but I can't remember now. What's not have been important?
0: If it was about Lane, it definitely wasn't uh, important. No. Love you, Lane. Miss you, buddy. Get Miss well you soon. so much. Just get kidding. well soon. Get well soon. Kit. Well, for Mike, this has been, and this has been, another exciting episode of the Snapcrackle Podcast. Make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Instagram, TikTok, and of course at our very own website at the snapcracklepodcast.com. Again, that is the snapcracklepodcast.com. We will see you guys next
1: week. Later days. Later.